Hello and welcome to Romancing the Game. This is Jordan Fishburne, Tawny P. Thompson, and Sarah Babe. Welcome to our uh, second Atomi episode uh, covering Mystic Messenger and our casual Mystic Messenger storylines. Woohoo! I will go ahead then and kick us off with our content warnings. Um, this is kind of a really long list. This encompasses all of the routes. We didn't want to try and split it up and miss things. So um, encompassing all of the routes, we would like to give a quick content warning um, that this game does encompass the areas of kidnapping, drugging, car accidents, pet deaths, bombs, cults, brainwashing, mental health crises, childhood trauma, suicide, false accusations of sexual assault, codependency, video game addiction, delusion, torture, stalking, and toxic work environments. Um, I know that sounds like a really, really, really long list, um, but the game is really enjoyable and like it's, I I would say it it handles most of these things pretty well in my opinion. Yes. And these are also, you know, just to encompass and make sure that everybody feels comfortable with discussing these topics. We tend to go more in depth in discussing of things. So if that's something that will make you uncomfortable as we discuss, um, that's also something we want you to be aware of. A lot of these things are handled well in game. um, And not every single one of these things is in every single route. And in all honesty, these casual routes are less intense than the other ones that we will be talking about later. Um, so Quite we just a bit wanted less intense, yeah. So we just wanted to make sure that you all have um, eyes open going into these discussions. Yeah. That it, said, uh, there is nothing ahead. worse than listening to something or watching something and realizing, oh shit, that's one of your triggers. Hello, panic attack. Yeah. Yes. So we definitely and- want to help you avoid that by listening to us. Yeah, we like you guys. We, we want you to. We want you to have health. a. Yes. Want you to have a good day. <laughs> um, but spoiler today, warning. Oh, go ahead. Oh yeah. Spoiler. Spoiler. Spoiler alert. <laughs> this is your spoiler alert. If you don't want your awesome nude feelings to get hurt, you should stop right now. Spoiler alert. Very nineties. Thank you. This podcast. <laughs> this podcast will contain spoilers, as is the nature of discussing overarching story and plot. We'll be covering various plot beats of the game during this show. This warning has been laid at your feet. Continue at your own peril. At your own peril. Spoiler <laughs> alert. <laughs> um, but we will be covering the casual routes today. We're not going to talk about operationally how that works. If you missed it, please go back to our overview episode. We cover it all. Um, but the casual mm-hmm. routes will be covering Zen, who is voiced by Jang Kim, Yu Sung, who is voiced by Kyu Hyuk Sim, and Jae Hee Kang, who is voiced by Jiang Hua Yang. I looked up um, some more fun pronunciation things i cannot i cannot promise that we will be correct in this throughout the um the podcast we are trying so i'm just going to go through and do a couple of just pronunciations that i looked up to try to get once correct (laughs) on the podcast so uh zen's voice voice actor would be pronounced jong kim yu sung's voice actor would be pronounced and then Jae Hee Kang's voice actor would be Jiang Hua Yang. So we tried. We're trying. <laughs> um, Jae Hee uh, Kang's last name would be pronounced Kang. So uh, we might accidentally sl- switch up and do Kang. Um, 
with the way that it's written out in English, when we are reading off of our notes, that might happen uh, just because it's automatic, but and also try. because like <laughs> when we're playing the game, that's the name that gets stuck in your head. It's like when you're reading yeah. your favorite book and then they make it into a series and they pronounce the names all wrong. Like Hermione. Oh, Hermione. God, Jordan. Ooh, does um, that. My that big was problem <laughs> was the, the Seeker of Truth series. Oh, uh, yeah. Kalan, or in the show, Kalen. Oh. It's yeah. Kalan. Okay. Uh, my favorite <laughs> is... Uh, mild sidetrack here um brad read the stormlight archive books i listened to the stormlight archive books which leads to arguments on how to pronounce people's names (laughs) (laughs) hey ethan i'll always side with you because we've both listened instead of i know right i'm like brad you're wrong (laughs) (laughs) it's always a fun fan conversation to like be talking about stuff and then realize later that they're talking about a person that you know they're just mm-hmm. pronouncing the name differently and you just <laughs> didn't catch it because oh, of that uh, or my favorite is not knowing how to spell it because ooh, that yeah too. that yeah. gets me with stormlight <laughs> yeah uh the span reads i thought it was s-p-a-n-r-e-a-d i assumed it was r-e-e-d because it's a read yeah see you are correct because it's s-p-a-n-r-e-e-d I was wrong. I was like, oh, <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's yeah. my story. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, just for you folks at home, um, I'm going to do a very condensed plot overview um, of the premise of the the game, just in case, like, I recommend going to the previous episode, but just in case. Uh, Mystic Messenger is a female-oriented Otomi mobile game produced by Cheritsu. Your character is staying in an office studio apartment for Rika's Fundraising Association. Hereby, we will be referring to it as RFA, under mysterious circumstances. While those circumstances are being investigated by the leader of the RFA and the hacker, you help them plan a charity event and experience a love story through receiving pre-scripted phone calls and texts depending on the relationship with other characters so that's just the premise and we're gonna go (laughs) (laughs) so do we should we start with zen because i i was thinking we should start in the order that we recommend playing and zen is okay our recommended first I think that is a good idea also because zen has the least plot relevant items in his route Jehe the second most, and then I would say Jehe has less plot relevance, but maybe that's just me. Really? Yeah. I mean, what really happens in hers? At least in in Zen's, you get a little bit of the culty stuff. In hers, in you do you do as well. But at the end, um, V goes to Jumin. Jumin, uh, it in Jehe's route, and then he has a conversation with you at the after party about asking you about okay that's true v and some stuff i replayed all of like not replayed but re-listened to all of the endings because i got tired of trying to go through all of the chats and calls and everything through the entire route (laughs) to prep for this fixing to say jordan there's no way you played all of the routes in the last seven oh oh god no (laughs) not enough time um not unless i had a lot of money to spend right but to start with zen (laughs) um Zen is a semi-successful actor, singer, and dancer, triple threat. He can come across in the story right away as narcissistic about his looks. Um, 
In the game, he is described as being very attractive, and it's agreed upon by the cast despite his rat tail, ponytail. Um, But in the chats, he often posts selfies and talks about how handsome he is. Um, However, They are really good selfies. They are. They are good (laughs) selfies. (laughs) However, while it may seem he cares about his looks the most, he actually, throughout your conversations with you, you and the cast talks about his career and how he wants to be recognized for his acting first and foremost and his talent. Um, his talent. And he is he very is intensive about his training. Yeah. He is always training even when he probably shouldn't be due to injuries or overwork and things like that. He is always working out or running or running lines or practicing different things. It's It's a very... He's very so he's intense. like that so he's like Dedicated. that guy who bikes to work and runs on his lunch hour. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Because yep. I mean he he's a musical actor. That's yeah. Besides oh. that, <laughs> he also has like the healthiest lunches and yes. does like and he's always lecturing everyone else to eat healthy. Until I mean, like hmm. yeah. Not but the he worst does have thing, a little bit of but... a drinking habit. This is like his one vice. And he occasionally smokes. He does occasionally smoke. Those are well, his two vices. Well. <laughs> and I want I think culturally it's maybe a little a little more. I mean, we're from Wisconsin. I don't know. Um, I think culturally it's it's a little more frowned upon. Um, like Jumin calls him out on his drinking sometimes, and you're like, he had a beer, dude. Chill out. So I I think that it's it might not be a cultural thing because it could just be like an in-game thing because the drinking culture in Korea, South Korea, is pretty intensive. Like, they have a lot of games that go with drinking, and they do a lot of that kind of stuff. I think it might be more of, like, the pure aspects of this game. So they try very much to be healthy and kind and nice and not um, Mm. do vices and stuff like that. So the characters might be like, oh, you drunk a lot. But in reality, like there's a very healthy drinking culture (laughs) in South Korea. Um, It's not something that they necessarily broadcast, but you see it a lot when you actually look at stuff. I also wonder if it's because of his public persona. That, that too. He's supposed to be a little more like not Perfect. showing that he's drinking. And yeah, yeah. That is something that comes up in the plot of his uh, yeah. his route, to be fair. Yeah. Um, so to get into uh, his route and the plot, um, at the start of the game, when you're going through the pro- prologue stages and you are working to be a zen romance so you're kind of playing into that a little bit more um right away when you're introduced zen is the one that warms up to you the fastest like everybody's kind of like oh my gosh who's this in the chat room but zen pretty quickly starts flirting (laughs) and um, flirty he really is i do Um, do love the flirty yeah (laughs) and his character reliance on gut feelings and trusting those gut feelings lends him into trusting you very quickly. So he like right off the gate is like, Oh, I think she's fine. Um, to the displeasure of other members, especially Jay. He, 
I will also point out that Zen tends to have dreams that he thinks are premonitions. And as we find out through his route. That's kind um, of legit. It's kind of true. He's kind of. So let me get this like out there. In Mystic Messenger, there's not mystic shit. (laughs) (laughs) So wait. wait, There's no magic. There's no. There's not any. There's no, no the only magic. Magic you get is Zen's premonitions, which His everyone weirdness. laughs about and thinks <laughs> he's real? crazy. Yeah. Like so there's, there's not magic actually so ever. No. No. There is not the magic of communication None. and love. That's literally the only thing. <laughs> the, the, but so, there's no like there's not even no. like None. so no ever. I would ever? say no. Oh, I would well, say in that. the game, right? I would say within the game, there is a understanding that being connected to these people is like a lucky good thing that happened. And they might use that as kind of the mystic portion of it. Oh, okay. So, in most of the good endings, it's it's definitely like a, this was fate. Fate brought us together in this way. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I think maybe that's the mystical. Oh, so the the mystical magic of coincidence. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, So uh, kind of this is um, the quotes that I pulled up later are mostly going to stay there. But I am going to reference this one quote now opening up this this route. And I might mention it in further episodes because Zen has a really good breakdown of why everybody in this group is single. <laughs> oh yeah, this is one of his um, best lines. So wait, he doesn't so all of them are single. All of them. Yes. And there's no magic. Yes. Correct. All right. Okay. Yeah, I know. It's pretty unbelievable. Um, but if you all play, right. you understand that they all are very they need a lot of help. So <laughs> there's a reason. Yeah. <laughs> there's a good reason. So Zen in one of the chats says, I understand why none of us have girlfriends. I'm dating my job. That trust fund kid, Jumin, Jumin, is dating his cat. Seven, the hacker, is a freak. And Yusung, the college kid, is addicted to games. No wonder we don't have anyone. Oh, he does not out. He did because he says girlfriends and this game is very heteronormative. Uh, That's okay. true. That's um, true. They also assume no matter what you choose that you're a woman. When you're playing this, a girl or a woman. So even if you choose answers like, but I'm a guy, they go, ha no, you're not. Why would you be playing this game if you were a guy? <laughs> so in terms of like inclusivity for non-binary people or queer people, it's not great. But <laughs> um, the game itself does reference. There's a reason why these people are single. And honestly, Jay's reason can mirror Zen's reason. She also works so much that it is impossible for her to have friends and do all of that kind of stuff. So I just wanted to reference that because it's a good summary (laughs) of why these people are messed up. (laughs) Um, So yeah, going back to how you get into Zen's route within the first four days, flirting with him is like the big one. Um, Mm -hmm. but feeding his ego a little bit is good. Like telling him how pretty he is when he sends you his selfies and things like that. And Jumin will always be like, are you fucking serious? Why are, why are you doing this? And you're like, cause he's fucking cute. Shut up. Um, but you also do have to be supportive of his career and his effort towards that career. 
Um, and it becomes very clear very early on that he and Jumin have some kind of beef, and you really don't know what it is. Um, so if you start agreeing with Jumin, you start getting the little broken hearts for Zen. Mm-hmm. Oh, I hate it when that happens. Like it's when you kind have of, to, yeah. Like I understand sense. it because, like yeah. in real life, if you agree with someone and somebody else doesn't agree with them, like it's fairly realistic. But I hate it when that happens in games. Yeah, it's tough because it you can't pick a third option where you make peace. Right? It's always having to side with one person or the other. Mostly, um, in these ones when you see their interactions, you kind of get like that they are two people on completely different wavelengths. Like they are very dissimilar in how they communicate. They're very dissimilar in the things that are most important to them, even if their base values are the same. Um, So you kind of see when you have those options, why you would kind of flip flop between them. Um, However, it is, mostly easier to side with Zen, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. Jumin is casual like the, Jumin's a dick. And in addition to that, like, not even just that, he is, like, the ultra-wealthy, like, noble kind of character where he's out of touch with how things are in He's, like, holding up a banana lives. going, one banana, how much could it cost? $20? Basically. Oh, yeah. for <laughs> fuck's sake. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So he has a mullet. And oh no 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 no. That's oh, Jumin. No, no, no. That's Jumin. That's Jumin. Oh Jumin. Zen oh, yes. Zen grew up not. Oh mullet. Zen's the hacker. So he's he's yes. the so, actor. Okay. Zen is yeah. the actor guy. Yeah. Oh Zen is the actor. He's yeah, not the boy. hacker. All right, wait. I'm pulling up the thing. I'm getting confused. He's a soft cinnamon roll feelings boy. He is the white haired actor, singer, and dancer. Yeah. No, but he's got the ponytail. Yeah, yeah. the white ponytail. Oh man. Yeah. 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 That's what I'm talking about. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So he's, yes, Zen. So he is not. That's what I'm thinking of. um, He's not the one that's out of touch with reality for how much banana costs. Oh, okay. He's the. Jumin is. Yeah. Jumin is the rich guy who doesn't understand. Okay. Okay. How that kind of shit works. (laughs) Um, But the plot for Zen's route. Um, it does start off with conflict. So you are introduced to these guys and off the gate within the first couple of days, when you get over to his route, he has two opportunities that he's being offered for his career. There is a, a famous singer slash idol that has a show that they're going to work on together to help boost his popularity popularity and move him from like the small time musical acting and singing that he's been doing into like more television fame. yeah and the second opportunity is an opportunity to star in a cat food commercial for cnr international which is the company that jumin jumin is the executive director of and Sidebar, Zen is wildly allergic to cats. Super allergic. Um, oh, so he's like the opposite Jumin? Yes, yes. pretty much. <laughs> um, on top of being allergic to cats, Zen is very against using nepotism in his work because he feels like it takes away from the talent that he's trying to build and use to further his career. So he 
does not want to use his connection to Jumin to boost his popularity just because Jumin has connections to do so. And Jumin just also completely fails to acknowledge the fact that Zen is allergic to cats. I don't know what's up mm-hmm. with that. It's never He's literally really... just like, if you want the job badly enough, you'll fucking do it. Yeah. And it's like, that's wow. not how allergies work, Jumin, for the love yeah. of fuck. <laughs> yeah, <Okay>. like... <laughs> And it's, it's not even, I just think that he doesn't understand. Like, yeah. Jumin isn't actively cruel to people as a person. So I don't know what he doesn't understand about not being able to control allergies. I think he's like, why don't you just take some Claritin? I think that's basically <laughs> what, what his personality is. He just doesn't yeah. understand. Um, but they get into a huge fight about it, Zen and Jumin. And... So, you know, I'm starting to not like Jumin because that's why I am, I'm, I am crazy allergic to cats and I try everything, including like rubbing them in my face yeah. and just huffing kitty, hoping <laughs> that would work, but it doesn't work. Yeah, no. So the yeah, animus huffing cats. Yeah. <laughs> it is, it is. <laughs> so. Uh, Zen increases his practice time because he wants to really shine in this role that he's going to do with Echo Girl instead. Um, but he works too hard. He overdoes it and he sprains his ankle. Um, oh, ankle. that's the worst. Yeah. And he gets upset because now his opportunity that he was going to do is in jeopardy because he went too hard and now he might have to remove himself for the role to recover. Um, even though his recovery rate is insanely fast. I was going to say, this is when you learn that he heals broken bones, like, in three days. It's a whole thing. It's, I don't understand really, how they never explain this shit. I know. <laughs> does he really heal? Yes. Yes. Or, yeah, um, there is or, actually a bit where he's, they show the x-ray and you're like. And it's oh. plot relevant in later yes. stories. That yes. He has this insane healing thing that he does. Because yeah. I was about to say. I can tell the drug. <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> yeah. It's but, literally um, just like healing like a snap. Like he just like And they never explain it. He's no. just super peak of human perfection, basically, is what I think they're trying to get at, but yeah. more. I just don't get it. That's why it has always weirded me out that he's so hung up on this sprained ankle. Cause he has like yeah. four days to heal it. And we know he can heal a broken bone in like three. So you're like so- well, at the end, did it he is really healed. break his bone though? In it's a different explained. plot line, yes, yeah. And it was in a different plot when okay. he talked about the broken bone. Yeah. Um, but for this, um, I think it was more psychological. Like mm-hmm. he, they do say like he can't go to practices because they're actively practicing because he's recovering from the sprained ankle. So I think it's more like they're already working on this and now he has to take a step back and it makes him look bad. Mm -hmm. And he feels like he's about to lose this position because it was such a big deal to have this role. Um, But, you know, in his defense. Yeah. I would rather break a bone than sprain an ankle. Yeah. Cause it's like the bone can mend itself but spraining ankles is like muscle issues which can go back i feel like a lot easier yeah but yeah i would rather break a bone than sprain something because soft tissue damage sucks yeah so much so i mean maybe he's good at you know healing bones but not muscles and tendons and stuff yeah so i mean 
at the end, he does have it healed. So yeah. I think it's more like the active disruption of the practicing and line reading and dancing practice and all that kind of stuff. Um, Cause they are actively working yeah. on the role. Well, and if I recall, there's like an understudy that could jump in and take his place and Ooh. is ready to do so. And that they're rehearsing with that person in his place while he's healing. So I, I, yeah. I, I agree. I think it is definitely a little bit of like a psychological, like, like I need to, actors get this way and I've been there. Like we all think we need to push through everything because the show must go on. Right. And mm -hmm. that's not a healthy place to be in. It's toxic. And I'm really glad that a lot of the theater industry is shifting away from that, but it's really ingrained and it has been for a very long time. So. Mm -hmm. And it's also at this stage that like Zen is actively upset, like whenever anybody talks to him or when he's in the chat room. So the, RFA as a whole is like, you know, like your character and Zen get along very well. Is it a good idea for your character to go over there, maybe to help him out a little bit and help cheer him up so that he can get out of this slump? Um, and Jayhi is kind of against it. There's this entire subplot within this where she's struggling a lot with how close you are getting to Zen. Mm -hmm. um, not because she romantically likes him, but because she's a big fan of his work, like a uh. very intense fan of his work. So she's worried for his career with being linked to somebody. So and kind of like where she thinks he shouldn't date. So yes. kind of like yeah. everybody when Aaron Rodgers from the Packers was dating Olivia Munn and they're all like, oh, it's all Olivia Munn's fault that he's not doing well. Or when Tony Romo was dating Jessica Simpson and they're all like, it's Jessica Simpson's kind fault. Of, yeah. Yeah, kind of. It's like she is also part of his fan base that thinks he should not date because it would hurt how people perceive him in his career and make him, quote unquote, unattainable, mm, even though yeah. he's a, not obtainable. Right. <laughs> but like she's a part Which of is all a of his message big, boards and things like that. And yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. honestly, she that's, like a, that's a big like generally like not even just a specifically uh, like South Korean thing. Like mm -hmm. there's a. Like some bartenders will not wear their rings or not talk about their significant other in order to mm -hmm. get better tips or something like mm -hmm. that. Like or not get harassed. Like <laughs> oh yeah, like I wore yeah. a fake wedding ring when I worked at Best Buy because mm -hmm. I would get um proposition by weirdos yeah, that right. think because you're having to be nice to them because you're at your work <laughs> that right. it's an invitation, apparently. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like it was yeah, I mean, I've I've done it. I've, mm -hmm. yeah, I've I've faked being married. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> so like, um, so this is like the opposite thing. Like yeah. he's an idol. He's somebody that people like. The idol culture is very intense in Korea as well. I'm not saying it's not here because people be crazy, um, but true. in general, like it's more not accepted, but understood that it's going to happen. Mm -hmm. So she isn't super thrilled about it, but eventually she breaks down and agrees that it's a good idea for her to go. Um, well, you to go. And at this time, um, Zen runs into Echo Girl, the person that he has this production with. He's going out to get some um, fish-shaped fry bread, basically. And with red bean while paste he's in the middle, that's very important. Yes. I don't. Know it looks why. very yummy. I don't know. Red bean paste. <laughs> 
they bring yeah, it up a does, lot. That that does sound really good. It does. It looks good too. They give you a picture. <laughs> yeah, um, damn. Hungry suddenly. Well, um, yeah, I'm still munching on my toppers, so I think we're good. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she like pulls up in her limo and she gets out and she starts talking to Zen and encourages him to stay in the role and says that she'll use her sway in the production to make sure he gets to keep it. Um, so he's he's feeling a little encouraged. He's he's kind of happy that um she's on his side and is willing to help with that. So he's feeling a little bit better. Um, And then you go over to his house and talk to him and cheer him up. And he has a a part where he brings you up to the roof of his house and you guys stargaze. So sweet. Yeah. Um, Do you want to go over it, Tani? Sure. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. He brings you up to the roof of his house and tells your, the MC about his past and like really just his backstory, which is really kind of like tragic because he's so pretty. And (laughs) at first you're kind of like, okay. But then like when he starts really digging into it, you're like, ah, shit. He's the youngest son um, of his family. He has an older brother and like, He's just always been pretty. So people were always like catering to him and giving them what he wanted. Um, But his family was really conservative and his mom was trying to like not teach him to teach him not to um, rely on his looks, but in a really negative way. Mm-hmm. Um, and he had a very fraught relationship with his older brother, who's also very serious and, um, stoic and does things the right way and went into the correct career path that his parents wanted. And he was always being compared and everything with his older brother, um, which is part of the reason why he doesn't get along with Jumin. And he acknowledges that in here. He says, you know, I think the reason I don't get along with him is because he reminds me so much of my brother. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm. And he also goes into a past where he was like, in a motorcycle gang (laughs) after he ran away from home to (laughs) pursue his dream because his parents wouldn't support his dream to be an actor. I think he he ran away at like 15, got his own apartment, like was doing his own thing. Like he never graduated high school and he used to be like in like bad situations. Yeah. Yeah. So all of these things in his past, which don't necessarily reflect cleanly on a career in what he wants to be in, um, but he's really cleaned up his act and like all of this kind of stuff. Um, when you find out, do you find out that about his motorcycle accident at this time or later? I think um, it's, I think it's later. I think it's, okay. I think it's is that during V's route? Um, it's in his route when he goes off to be alone on the mountainside. Oh, oh that's right. Yeah. 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 So it is mm-hmm. a little bit later, though. Um, but yeah, I think it's at this point, though, that he asks if you want to stay with him. Mm-hmm. And you have the option of either staying over at Zen's apartment that night or not. Ooh, um, scandalous. Yeah. The yeah. correct answer is not. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh. So um, one of the things about these games is it encourages healthy boundaries and increasing communication and um, coming to a healthy communication level before proceeding into like a serious relationship kind of. Okay. Um, And within his route, if you kind of choose to stay over with him at this stage, you haven't really gotten to know him, know him and build like a 
a communicative relationship and like learn more about each other and help each other out. So it's kind of seen as being with him for his looks kind Mm -hmm. of and valuing him more for that. Not to say that sexual positivity isn't a thing and you should be able to casually have sexual relationships if you want. Um, But his sort of emphasis on always focusing on his career and the high profileness of what your relationship would be mm-hmm. would kind of make it difficult. So I think that's why they went the route here. Yep. It seems a little preachy. Yeah, that seems a little like <laughs> I will say I'm pretty Crudish? sure that you can stay and still get the good ending. Um, okay, as long as you do the other things correctly, because oh, I'm pretty boy. sure I did. Yeah. Wow. Um, did you so you can I think so that or maybe I'm trying to remember I I know I got the good ending and I because you leave and yes because the thing is after you leave echo girl shows up yeah so you have to leave so even if you stay he probably is like you know what it's probably not a good idea even though I'm really tempted so (laughs) I'm thinking about later on like day eight Nine. Oh, okay. Day okay. Nine. Yeah. Never mind. Ignore me. I, was like, I did wait leave a second, and went you back can't. to Rika's apartment. No, you're right. You go back to Rika's um, apartment at this point. Um. <laughs> and to to reiterate, this game Boobie. does kind of have a pure prudish worldview as well. Oh, okay. So okay. That, yeah. So it's kind of all right. It's kind of like PG. It was PG thirteen plus, and. After they released some of this other stuff, it became like 17 plus. So this is probably more like, don't just sleep with somebody the first time you meet them face to face for like younger kids. (laughs) I will also point out that at this point, you will have known Zen seven days um, (laughs) via text only. You know what? (laughs) Yeah. There's some justification. If I had a a dollar. (laughs) (laughs) Sarah. I had a dollar. For every time I was like, hey, how you doing? And then end up, you know. <laughs> Which is totally fine as you well. You have $5. Oh, no, I'm oh. oh. Mm. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I'm pretty positive it would be more than five. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I like, I just. an even number. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. I just, In you know, this case, though, I just don't think that Zen is comfortable at that level yet either. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, so it was yeah. always mutual. So, I mean, yeah. if somebody else is yeah. kind of, like, not cool with it, it's yeah. not cool. Like, yeah. Uh-huh. But and that's kind I'm of showing. I'm all about, like, do your thing. Yeah. Get it, girl. Exactly. Get it. Yeah. In this case, um, Echo Girl should not get a girl get it. Um right. because she does show up to his apartment after like right you after leave. you leave. Oof. I yeah. think it's to the point where he opens the door thinking it's you coming back or something. Oh yeah. Like so to pick something instantly. up. Yeah. And um she goes over there in an attempt to woo him and like seduce him. Ew. And he rejects her. Um and, you know, is like, you know, I don't think this is right, correct. I don't think we should do this. And I think, you know, he's starting to get feelings for you. So mm-hmm. this is also another thing where it's like he just revealed all of this vulnerable personal stuff to you. And then here comes this chick knocking on the door, like, assuming that she's that he's going to, like, fall into place and, like, be her boyfriend or whatever. Mm. Um, and she isn't okay with that. Um, she meets with Jumin and Zen separately, um, later on and basically blackmails them and threatens them. 
Rude. Yeah. yeah. She accuses Zen of assaulting her. Oh, that's yeah. oh no. This is where this the is false where accusation the of false accusation of sexual assault. Oh, that's no. And yeah. for an additional being a bitch, she spreads a rumor that you mean is gay. Oh, so, that's that's not yeah. that's not cool. Yeah. But you mean that, kind of like duck water back? Um, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like out of all of the bad things about Jumeen, <laughs> he's a very get shit done kind of person and you think that hurt my feelings, are you sure, type of person. Yeah. <laughs> um because I'm sorry, a lot I should of be stuff... offended how? What? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. exactly. He's like you think you have the power to do what now? To cause me inconvenience. <laughs> um truly rich boy. <laughs> but right. The <laughs> The thing is, like, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. Um. So he sees this happening, and he's like, "Well, I'm not giving in to your demands for one." And then he goes to Seven. He's like, "Hey, Seven, um, let's dig up the shit and prove Zen's innocence because this is patently untrue that Zen Mm -hmm. did this to her, and also we can shut this shit down. Then, like, let's get the proof to show that this is not accurate. But Zen is, of course freaking out at this point right i mean yeah that's man that's rough yeah like not only is it you know being accused of something but also his career is not large he's a small time Mm -hmm. person so if this scandal shuts him down he's fucked there's nothing that he can do he doesn't have the leverage to get pushback on it and this is the kind of part of it that makes me yeah yeah a lot of people like when she's introduced you sung's like echo girl oh my god um this is kind of the part of the route that makes me uncomfortable because there's like in an era after the me too movement this was released pre that but mm-hmm. not trusting a woman coming out about a bad experience especially in a culture like south korea too where this is also very rampant um it's awkward to coming to be coming at this from his side. <laughs> um, but because we like have the, the inside track are, knowing. Yeah. Because the cutscenes yeah, are we from have the Zen's inside point track. of view. You see it all. Okay. So, yeah. I, I, uh, yeah. So it's awkward That's, to have this as a plot because it's yeah. kind of tone deaf in a way. I but mean, I mean, even, you also get this shit. Even before the Me Too movement, this is not something that's okay. Right. You know, like, yeah, it's, exactly. I, oh, God. Yeah. I, it's an I, awkward I, plot line to toss in on this. And yeah, it, like, it, it definitely just, comes off as, uh, I got words. Squeaky. Squeaky. Yeah. And especially yeah. with Jumin kind of using his power and influence here. And it's not necessarily that Jumin does anything directly um in terms of denouncing her he doesn't but Mm -hmm. using his influence in seven to dig up posts that she made and like this kind of stuff and getting witnesses is like awkward (laughs) that's just straight up not fucking cool right and like, like but by if, the if you are falsely accused of something you do have to protect yourself but this isn't a plot that I wanted to happen. Exactly. <laughs> it, it honestly sounds like doxing. Yeah. Um, well, they don't necessarily do that. It's not, not trying to mess with her, to her character. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. They're just proving that 
what she has said is not accurate. Well, does she um, go to the authorities about it? No. Nope. She's just using rumors. She's just yep. using She's online going on talk rumors. shows and like, yeah. Oh my yeah. god. She says this yeah. on a talk show and the th- authorities aren't like pulled in on it. They don't have any of that. It's all media. But she straight up names him. Yes. Yeah. She names yep. Zen. Yep. yep. Oh my gosh. And there's fans online that are bashing him. His fans are bashing back and there's like all of this stuff being stirred. Like the shit has metaphorically hit the fan. Mm-hmm. And Zen is very upset. Um, Seven eventually does get stuff like throughout this he connects and finds you know old social social oh my god old social media posts that she had made referencing zen like years prior and um, how obsessed she was with him and whatnot. and how he was so hot and when she makes it an industry he's gonna date her like all this kind of stuff and you sung eventually tracks down the fry bread, the fish-shaped fry bread guy who was there when Echo Girl kind of, like, just showed up by Zen's okay. house um, to show, like, Echo Girl was there. She approached Zen. She was being very flirty. He shows, like, the signature that she gave the fry bread place um, to kind of, like, boost it because she was, like, showing off in front of Zen. Well, and if I call, if I recall, the vendor was also there the second time she showed up and watched her go in, stay for not very long, and leave. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So because, like, like, she literally just went to his house and then she left because he rejected like she her and told her to leave. Door. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So, yeah. this kind of stuff, in terms of plot, I'm approaching it as I'm trying to gender blind it and look at it from purely a moral perspective outside of real world experience, because in real world, I'd be like, this one example is not conducive to talking about all of the examples where this is accurate and like bullshit. They kind of pulled this as a plot line. Mm -hmm. Um, But um, eventually they do track down this information. So they do have it. And um, Zen is just like increasingly upset, et cetera, et cetera. He eventually just takes off on his motorcycle to go and to his secret quote unquote place, um, <laughs> which is literally just like a pull off, a, a pull off by the by the mountain on the mountain. Yeah, like that's With literally a nice it. view. <laughs> like, yes, <laughs> um, and you track him down. I think V lets you know uh, where it is. I thought it was Jumeen. Well, Jumeen and you track it down, but I think V is the one that knew where this place was. Um, And you and Jumeen go. And Zen and Jumeen have, like, a very honest conversation. Um, Jumeen offers Zen an alternative commercial for a a teacup company for CNR International. So it's like their little one of their little companies. So it's not like directly related. So he doesn't feel like Jumin is using his influence, and so that it's not about cats. <laughs> I like cats. <laughs> but then, like in this conversation with Jumin, he comes to understand that all of this time he's just been trying to help him. Um, Jumin is a very stoic, serious person, and he doesn't give chances to people that he thinks are gonna fuck it up and aren't worth it so in helping him out he's just showing him that he believes in his talent and that he can do good work and everything and zen sees that and he goes you know what 
yeah, I'll take the cat commercial. If you still want me to do the cat commercial, I'll do it. And then Jumin like hands him over a pair of fucking cat ears. I swear to right. God. <laughs> That's adorable. Um, uh, which of course Jumin is like, fuck you. <laughs> or yeah. is like, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. He's like, you are not serious right now. <laughs> but, um, immediately start sneezing just at the thought of cats. Yeah. Um, but Zen is super grateful to the RFA um, and you. And he tells you that after the party, he he wants you to be his girlfriend. And he he wants to ask you there. Um, and you guys kind of come to this understanding together as character. And then oh, this is the plot happens. Oh, no. <laughs> you Wait, know and thing? then? Uh-huh. And then you know the thing where you've mysteriously just been in this fucking apartment? Mm-hmm. that suddenly becomes relevant <laughs> um after this zen has a nightmare that the person who lured you to this like apartment office studio unknown in the messenger unknown is what okay. they call him um he returns to the studio to kidnap you and hold you hostage to capture the rest of them um he starts freaking out about it and seven suddenly chimes in to be like oh um so that unknown guy hacked the apartment system and set the bomb in the apartment to live to go off if anybody goes in or leaves. And of course, you're like, what do like, you mean the bomb in the apartment? There is a bomb in the apartment? <laughs> yeah. Everybody is very sorry, what? Like, yes. There's a bomb in the apartment. There's a bomb so, in the apartment. But the way it's said, it sounds like there has been a bomb in the yes, apartment. There, has. there, there is. has been a bomb in the apartment. There has yeah. been a bomb in the apartment. The entire time. The entire time. The entire time. And the bomb was rigged so that if someone infiltrated the apartment, Seven could blow up this bomb to get rid of all of the records. I'm still unclear as to why they think they need to get rid of records of the party guests, but that was why it was set up in the first place. Or how Rika justified that because it was placed there as part of the security system per her request. Yes. And this Rika woman... Sketchy. Yeah. You don't even yeah. know yet. You don't, I don't. even know yet. <laughs> um, so that is revealed. And everybody's upset. <laughs> um, he starts freaking out. He wants to know where you are. He the wants the apartment is. address because literally the only people with the apartment address are 707, the hacker, and v, v, the leader of the organization. And technically, V doesn't even know it. He just approves the stuff there because, like, mm-hmm. she picked it out. He bought it for her. She held all the records for it. So he doesn't even really go there. I'm going to wait because Sarah's Yes, chewing. V, um, his, uh, Rika's ex His fiance. Uh, fiance. Yeah, her, her fiance. Sorry, um, she's chewing. That's okay. No, you're good. Um, so. So wait. Actually, nobody well, knows where the fuck this parkman is. Um, seven nope. knows. 707. Seven yeah. knows. Yeah. Yes. But nobody else knows where the fuck this apartment is. Correct. That's fucked up. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Accurate. Um, seven eventually deactivates then, the bomb. Yeah. Oh, eventually. Okay. Eventually. Yeah. He eventually. At much urging. There's a lot of urging that happens. Yeah. Oh, it's, so he doesn't do it. Well, no, he he's trying to do it, but everybody's like, focus on this. Get it done. Get it done. Is this done yet? Oh my God. Oh my God. Get this done. Oh, so he was going to do it anyway. Yeah. yeah. Oh. But he. He 
the entire thing with everybody being pissed at seven because this has been here the entire time and he hasn't said anything about it despite the fact that they're letting her stay there yeah. and he's like actively trying to make sure you don't die <laughs> um but after it's deactivated they still don't let you leave the apartment you still have to stay there what while they're investigating and then okay. these people are sketchy as fuck they, they think seven. it's the safest place for you it's seven and v they think it's still yeah. the safest place for you because unknown didn't infiltrate the apartment he just hacked and activated the bomb oh yeah <laughs> um, because i'm sure he won't be able to do it again yeah i mean this is kind of shown in how it happens next so obviously the bomb gets deactivated <laughs> <laughs> However, um, Zen is still really concerned about the premonition where Unknown went to the apartment and took you. So he gets the address out of Seven. Like, he does not take no for an answer. He gets the address from him, and he goes to the apartment and gets there just in time after Unknown breaks through a window to bypass the sensors. And the thing that you learn is that Unknown has hacked into the security system to trigger the bomb whenever someone from RFA shows up at the apartment. Mm -hmm. um, so just to make that more clear, is that that's one of the reasons Zen is freaking out. Yeah. Well, did he do it again? I thought it was already de deactivated by the time Zen goes. Um, it is, but it's like after, it's like right before Zen goes. Like immediately oh. before that Seven is like, okay, I got it on, I got it disabled. Here's the address, go. And then he reactivates it. Yeah. I forgot about that. I thought it was still yeah. deactivated. But anyways. Um, oh, wait. Then... So it's not deactivated? Um, The way I remember it is it was. But Tani thinks it wasn't. So we're just going to go with it doesn't yeah. matter because you don't die. Um... <laughs> okay. He has it on a switch. He has it on a switch so he can push the button to blow oh. the bomb if he wanted oh, to. That makes me right. feel better. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Right. And so, that's the um, most sarcasm I've ever put into a statement right. before. <laughs> well, it doesn't matter because you escape. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Zen kind of has to fight unknown off. Yeah. <laughs> Which is... Hacker know, fight! <laughs> High-powered um, strong boy. And, you know, he his leg is feeling good enough that he can run away with you. So the sprain doesn't seem to be bothering him anymore. <laughs> and he brings you back to your house, um, house. and invites you yeah, to, yeah, sorry, his house. To his, his house. apartment. Okay. That doesn't have a bomb. No. Yes. No bombs <laughs> the unbombed place. Oh Just a really, really old computer. This is really yes. complicated. He's kind yeah, of a tech yeah. guy. <laughs> and he invites you to stay with him um and you can agree to like move in with him basically and he does and phrase it as i think we should live together oh. yes okay so he can protect you from oh. this person who's trying to kidnap you yeah and the bomb <laughs> and yes, the bomb no shit <laughs> um so you you can, and then everybody kind of is like, okay, except for Jumeen, who's like, that's inappropriate um, <laughs> because you're not married. Um, but the story drags on, um, and eventually the party goes off. So 
all of this has been up to the charity party that you have been putting together. Um, This is also where the RFA decided Zen would have his press conference about the situation with Echo Girl. So the party goes off. Um, You and Zen both arrive there together because you're currently living together. And you meet like a big group of anti-fans and fans and reporters at the front. Um, You both push through to the party. There's even more reporters inside for the press conference. And Jay, he takes them away to start preparing for the announcements. At that time, you meet everybody else, blah, blah, blah. You talk. It's not like particularly noteworthy. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But then the press conference starts. Um, He gives like, Jumi notes that like he had written a speech that was pretty sensationalized for Zen to give, but Zen went the more honest route talking about his past, um, how he wanted to be authentic in the eyes of his fans, how he feels about what's currently happening. Um, and he no longer wants to hide his true self and wants to be honest about his private life as well. So after all of this, they hand out packets to the reporters that shows, you know, social media posts that she's made in the past that we discussed and the, like, uh, the witness guy. vendor man. <laughs> yeah, he talks about what he witnessed and everything. And then Zen goes, and I cannot, like, be doing this. I wrote down some quotes. Um, (laughs) He says, my heart is beating towards one person until now. My acting was a reflection of my struggles for life. But now thanks to this wonderful person, it will reflect warmth and love. And he he asks you you to come up to stage. And I'm going to point this out because it's not noted in the um, translation, but he calls you Jagya. Um, which is like a really affectionate coupley term that means like honey or sweetie or like baby. So he's okay. straight up like on the stage is like, baby, come up here. <laughs> Basically. Oh my goodness. <laughs> um and he he gets you up in front of the stage and like there's a new picture of like you both being cute on the stage and says, I just want to tell to tell the whole world that you're mine. I love you. Um, and then and you does get like a cute little screen. confession reveal. Yeah. Aww. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So that's Zen's cute. Good ending. Route. <laughs> play um, through. There are three bad ending. Four? Four bad endings you can get for Zen. And they oh, run boy. the gamut of Echo Technically Girl winning his career. Five? Yeah, yeah. There's uh, three bad story endings and then two uh, bad relationship three, endings. Yeah, okay. yep. So yeah. if you do bad story choices, you get bad story endings. And then bad relationship endings are if you did not get enough hearts from him as yeah. you're playing the game. Oh. So there are multiple ways you can fail. <laughs> yeah. And they run the gamut from Echo Girl actually ruining his career. You Ooh. zoom forward a year later and he still hasn't come back from it. He just keeps saying, oh, it's my dry season. It'll pass. Oh, um, there's another one where you do both wind up getting kidnapped by the cult, uh, and he's drugged and they brainwash them. Yep. There's one where you do sleep with him, 
Like, mm-hmm. if you act coldly to him during the game, but you still are on his route, so you got to his route and then start treating him badly. When you're there the first time, um, he confesses to you and asks if you've been acting coldly to him on purpose and you say yes. And he, like, is like, that just makes me want you even more, blah, 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 blah. And yeah, you two enter a relationship and you sleep with each other. Mm-hmm. So it's consensual, but it's, like, mm-hmm. not a good it's toxic. It's well, not and a good forward a year and you're living together and it's kind of it, just like. It shows that you're like in a jealous relationship where when he works with other women, like you don't like it. And Aww. he's like, oh, yeah. honey, are you jealous? Like that kind of stuff. Aww. So. Um, well, that's, like that. that's kind of the gamut. Those are kind of the options. There's a couple of other ones. But do we want to talk about the after ending super quick? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I don't think we talked about the mechanic of this at all. Basically, though, once you unlock the good ending for a character, you have the option of paying for, with hourglasses, um, an additional storyline that is usually like a year later after the events of the... The route. Yeah. Yeah. It's sweet. This one yeah. uh, with Zen. Yes. <laughs> he, um, it starts off with a couple of the other RFA members at Juman's penthouse. Um, they're watching a celebrity news segment where they are seeing like Echo Girl and Zen's interview on a latest period drama that they are in together. So it is something where like they still work together on occasion And, you know, Zen is doing a really good interview, but Echo Girl gets asked about their scandal and she gets super flustered. Um, So she's having a hard time being taken seriously as an actress now. And people like keep referencing this to her because of it. Um, And it's unfortunate. Yeah. 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 And Jay, asks um, if Jumeen arranged for them to be part of the same drama to like kind of stick it to her again. (laughs) And he was like, no, if it was me, she would have been in a minor, minor role if she'd even been casted. So Damn. <laughs> it's yeah. like Jimmy shade. Cold as fuck. <laughs> That's cold. Yeah. 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 And then you go to the filming location and like there's a break called because Echo Girl fucked up her lines again. Oh, and no. <laughs> so they're like really kicking it to her. Yeah. Oh, that's um, oh, that's like yeah. it's one thing to make a mistake, but dang, man. And but Zen is doing very well. He's doing great. That's good, yeah. They go over to him um, meeting up with his manager, which is revealed to be you. And, like, he, you're, like, handing him a water bottle while he's on break so he can rehydrate. And so he talks again about how much he loves you and how he's excited that he can see you, like, all day now because you work together. (laughs) Yeah. And then I I believe he says something about, like, yeah, later tonight we'll go to dinner or something. And you're like, okay, I'd like that. Yes. (laughs) I love it. So that's kind of – that's Zen's – that's Zen's route. We went – we took more time than we thought we would, but here we are. Yeah. Um. And this is, uh, we're not going to get into the DLCs because <laughs> no, it's a lot, but I would recommend, um, the DLCs are very cute for all of these characters too. There is a Valentine's day one. There's a Christmas one. The April fool's day one focuses mostly on Zen because his birthday is on April fool's day. Aww. So it's kind of a let's torture Zen DLC. Um, <laughs> so it's pretty funny. So the, that's just going to be my only note about that. Yeah. <laughs> 
All right. I think we are ready to move on to Jay He. Yay. All right. So Jay He Kong. Um, luckily, these are going to go a little bit faster now because we've covered a bunch of shit. Um, wow. Yes. <laughs> and uh, she is the only female character option for a route. Uh, she is the chief secretary at CNR International and works as Jumin's assistant directly. Um, so she is in a pretty high position in the company. Um, she's fairly serious and considered like independent and hardworking, um, but also very caring. So whenever you talk to her, you get this real, real gentleness and um, kindness that Aww. comes from her character. Um but she she's the gets first very character that really asks your character to like open up about yourself a little bit. Like Zen is yeah. flirty and cute, but he's not asking about you. Jake okay. does like right away, right Aww. out the gate. Yeah, yeah. And um, it's funny because like the biggest reactions that you get out of her is when she's frustrated when things don't go according to the schedule that she's laid out meticulously. Or she's saddled with unexpected extra work. <laughs> um, but <laughs> Which I'm assuming happens a lot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. In every that, route, but especially yeah. in this route. <laughs> yeah, that uh, um, sounds about right. But she she always rises on top. She always puts in the extra effort and rises to the challenge, unfortunately. Her story conflict, um, she is one of the people at the top that of the game that's very wary of you. Mm-hmm. Um, she's, like, looking into your background explicitly. Like, she'll say, well, I'm still doing research to check out mm-hmm. who you are and if you can be trusted. And she's like, I'm sorry if that makes you feel uncomfortable. We just have to be very thorough. Um, she points out, especially because Jumin is in this chat and Zen is in this chat and they share personal things, that could be potentially used against CNR or used against Zen. Like Zen puts so many selfies on there. She's like, <laughs> we don't want these being leaked out to the press. Like all this kind of shit. <laughs> Zen straight up says that he uses this as like a selfie storage device too. Yeah, <laughs> so it's like pretty funny. explicit. Um, but like very out the gate, she does that. Mm-hmm. And you get the cat project again in this route. So like when, when Janine is trying to do the cat commercial, the cat project is in this route as well. But you get the feeling that Jaehee thinks it's a terrible idea mm-hmm. and that it's a waste of her time that mm-hmm. Jumin keeps making this waste of her time and setting mm-hmm. her to do this shit. And she's very frustrated with it. Yes. And um, I will say Jaehee is right. Um, but in this part of the story, you also get a glimpse into Jumin that you don't really on the other routes. And you see that um, Jumin's father is introducing him to his newest girlfriend yeah. slash future right wife. And his dad is notoriously, I'm going to say, pussy whipped. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Chairman quick. is. Yeah. 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 He, he's, but it's always like he'll have very quick relationships. He'll get super intense with a woman and then it'll fall apart and he'll uh, be like sad. And then he'll and get he'll super do things intense like by the women he's with a company and be like, this is my gift to you. Like, Oh, okay. Yeah. So he and just like, doesn't know the appropriate level of affection to give people. Yes. And he's taken advantage of constantly. And then he'll like cheat on these women. It's implied. So this is like, he's very inappropriate with 
relationships to the point where it's revealed in this route that the reason why Jay has short hair and why he's so desperate to keep her on as an assistant and relies on her so much is because his dad kept dating his fucking his assistants. assistants and oh he was God. like you should cut your hair to make her less appealing to his father like wow. all of this shit so dang yeah that's you get this glimpse dang. it doesn't make any of juman's actions acceptable but right. this is a glimpse that you get and immediately after he, he has this conversation with his father he has this conversation conversation with jay saying I'm going to start a new project and starts this cat project. And she's yeah. like, fuck. Um, Cause he does this a lot. Like a cat project is like his bread and butter. When well, he's very obsessed happens. with his cat, Elizabeth the third, who yes. in this route and others, he regularly will leave with Jay. He while he's on business trips. Yes. Um, He'll just drop her off at his ho- at her house without any warning. He'll be like, I'm on my way to drop off Elizabeth the third. Oh, and- wow. Thanks for the, you know, yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> so very inappropriate boss and employee relationship, <laughs> to put it lightly. Um, but she is told that she's going to have the brunt of the work for this project and she's presenting it mm-hmm. because these projects are like a personal thing that he pushes out. He doesn't often like fully ut- utilize the CNR resources. It mostly gets pushed onto her. Mm-hmm. Um she still like they still utilize the resources, but they don't like take other people off of projects. She just always has to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's tough. Yeah. Um, but the next piece of this is that um, the messenger gets hacked while Jay is working on this cat project, and Seven lets everyone know. Jumin sends out a bunch of bodyguards. Everyone has their own bodyguard now, except um, for you. Except for you, because you're in the. <laughs> Secret bomb rigged secret. No one knows where it is. Apartment. Yeah, because that doesn't. I get yeah, that's fucked, man. Yeah. In this route, this um, is pre knowing about the bomb as well. Yes. So, <laughs> yes, you don't know about the bomb yet. So um, then that but still seem that's fucked. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the thing is, does also on, hurt. Go ahead. Yeah, this is on like different servers. So the messenger is hacked, but like the par- apartment security isn't. So Seven doesn't even mention it. Um, so like the security is still safe. So this is quote unquote the safest place for you to be. Yeah. But yes. Can you um, hear but- the, the eyebrow raise? But during all of this, Zen does hurt his leg again, just like he did in his route. Um, and Jay, he winds up going to take care of him. Which mm-hmm. is like she's his biggest fan, kind of, yeah. and it's kind of like this whole. Um, this is also you encouraging her to have like a more healthy friendship with him instead of okay. just seeing him as one of his fans. Yeah. Um. So this allows her to have like a more personal connection with Zen outside of his career. Um, to be like more she has personal. No yeah, she, she has, has no, no fucking friends. friends. Girl yeah. needs some life balance. Yeah. Right. She was kind so. of close with Rika, but not super close. Like, they were mm-hmm. friends, but they weren't, like, friends' friends, I would say. Mm. Um, so she goes, and on top of the cat project, now she's taking care of Zen. <laughs> um, but it, it makes her happy because she's doing something and, like, displaying this kindness characteristic that she doesn't get to utilize as often. Um, it's at this time that Jumin 
is told by his father that his new girlfriend has this really big interest in coffee. So they're going to do a coffee project at CNR International. And he's giving open a bunch of cafes. And it's Juman's job to run this project and get everything done for it. So it's like also Jayhee here start researching coffee. We also have a coffee project that we're doing. So she gets saddled with that and starts like really getting overworked. But this coffee project is something that she's actually finding interest in. She's like researching all of these different types of beans and processes to brew and all of this stuff. Like it's actually interesting to her. And she starts Um, teaching your MC about like coffee roasting and whatever. And you're like, it's really sweet that you found this interest. And she like, is going to coffee shops and like trying different things and telling you about it. And it's kind of cute. <laughs> um, yes. Yes. Yeah. I love her so much. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, but then it's, it's like, uh, I feel like, oh, I feel like she's only interested in these subjects because it's her only fucking choice. She doesn't have I, anything else. So the coffee will make an appearance later. Okay. Yeah. So it's something that genuinely interests her and she uses Zen as like an, outlet for her overwork as well like she'll just all of her spare time is just watching zen stuff so she she can just like relax <laughs> and like she has all of his dvds like yeah like, so uh, it's sort of like a fixation because that's the only relaxation that she gets as well um which is why like this interpersonal personal thing is kind of nice finally and you do have a mm-hmm. couple points in time where your characters gush over how pretty zen is together and that's kind of a thing it's just like, like you like, connect like when we sit here and talk about richard armitage and i'm like did you see his face in that movie <laughs> you know i gotta look up richard armitage again richard. oh he's so pretty i'll send you some good pictures now <laughs> so, i got the internet in kind of conversation okay oh yeah, yeah he's okay he's not bad uh-huh uh-huh. <laughs> um, this is when the conflict starts becoming more overt in the storyline because Jumin then orders Jaehee to just drop the coffee project. They're not going to do it. They're only going to focus on the cat project. And he's doing this in part as like sort of an F you to his dad because he'll take he'll deal with the fact that they're just not going to do it. Like if his dad mm-hmm. has something to say, he'll deal with it himself. <laughs> But, but she it's, likes the coffee. Exactly. Exactly. You and Seven encourage her to just keep secretly researching stuff about it. We're like, just <laughs> just keep doing you. Like, take a break. Go to a coffee shop. Like, yeah. try something different. You deserve so to go does. out on your lunch and have a cup of coffee. And she's like, okay, I will do that. And <laughs> Seven oh, takes God, over. I, yeah. I hate yeah. it when you have... Oh, it makes me so angry yeah. in video games when you have to, like, tell a character... Self-care is over sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> and Seven even offers to do the cat project presentation for her. He will create oh, yeah, we, the cat project presentation for her. We haven't Seven, mentioned that Seven is obsessed with cats. He really Seven really is also cats. obsessed oh, with cats. I have yeah. a feeling there's lots of people who are obsessed with cats. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, this is the kind of the um it's uh the impression that I get on this. Yeah. Yes. So Seven um, starts doing all the cat research for her. And you get, like, updates from Jaehee where she's, like, at a coffee shop and she's, like, doing this. And, like, it's good to see her finally relaxing. Like, mm-hmm. she's actually chilling out and, like, becoming mellow and not so high strung. And it's, like, girl, oh, my God, I love it. Just keep doing you. Just keep doing this. And, like, yeah. Zen is even noticing, like, she's way more relaxed. She's way more, like, approachable. Like, all of this stuff. Um, and so... This culminates in 
Jayhi going to do the cat project presentation and she gives the presentation that seven made and let me say seven is often a troll in this game Um, i I feel like that's uh legit yeah he messes with people pretty frequently but he like legit did this project in presentation (laughs) like lol i'm not going to tell you about the bomb that's in your apartment (laughs) ha ha troll yeah that's super fucking funny (laughs) pretty much yeah jesus christ these Um, people are so fucked up yeah (laughs) this is the route where you get to see people's more sweet side though which is kind of nice Um, oh oh so they're (laughs) being nice to begin with and now they're man this is fucked so (laughs) she gives this presentation and jumin is shocked and pissed that the mascot that they've presented for this project is not his cat elizabeth the third oh who he wanted to use for this it's an internet famous cat called long cat um think think on the level of grumpy cat famous um but he's very famous for being a very long physically long cat (laughs) yes (laughs) um that kind of makes me happy (laughs) Jumin yeah. is so mad that he fires Jayhee over this. What? On the spot. He on the fires her on the spot. That's bullshit. Well, she he was in charge of the seven. presentation, but also he fired her for not creating the right mascot for it, which she was like, actually like, okay. She's kind of relieved. Like she yeah. basically had packed her stuff up before the presentation because she knew he was going to have a bad reaction. Huh. She leaves. Um, and like starts having this very calm like outlook for like the rest of the goddamn game um mostly outside of like what happens with you um but she's like relieved she can now make her own choices and follow her own wants and desires and the rfa hackers situation remains unsolved but at the end v does it does visit jumin and he tells Jumin that he wants him to take over the leadership role in the RFA because he has terminal liver cancer and he doesn't know what? how much longer he'll be here. I'm going to yeah. spoil this a little bit. Um, that's a lie. It is it's a not lie. true. Oh, not true. Um, but we're not going to go into that because it's not plot relevant to this route. <laughs> in in V's route. Um, I just learn all of his shit. Yeah, I did just want to put that because, like, it's not true. And I I don't want people to get hung up on that. um, Okay, so wait. Who does not have liver cancer? V. 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 The mint-haired boy. Mint-haired boy. Mint-haired boy. The fiancé of Rika. Rika, who we don't really like. Yeah. Her fiancé, who I'm beginning to not like. Yeah. Because he has liver cancer. Man, this is... I've said it a bunch of times. This is fucked. This game is complicated as shit. There's a lot I will of also point on. out that right after Jumin fires Jayhee, he goes and, oh, Seven has a lot of cars, really, really fancy cars. Um, Jumin steals uh, one and crashes it. What? Yeah. yeah. Like on purpose. Yeah, oh, he like I mean, goes and like drives it and he's a notoriously bad driver. Wait, um, Jayhee or Jumin? Jumin. Jumin. Oh. <sighs> He mm-hmm. takes one and of Seven's like, cars I'll pay for it. and crashes it. And then he says he'll pay for it. Um, he's not hurt. <laughs> the point. He just has like, like a breakdown and goes on just, like a... Like, that's, a that's not... That's that, yeah. that, 
But do you think that maybe Jumin has really bad communication issues? <laughs> Doesn't handle them healthily. Yeah, yeah. Possibly yeah. a little mentally ill. That's why he's in the deep route. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you revisit that shit some more. Oh boy. Um, so he's okay. Um, this is kind of where throughout all of this, um, Jumin kind of talks about how you and Jaehee are similar and all of that kind of stuff. And that'll culminate at the party. <laughs> Both girls. <laughs> no shit. Um, <laughs> kind of. Um, but during the party, because then the next time, like, Jumin's fine. He gets picked up. The party is going on as planned. Um, the party goes and you meet with Yusung and Zen. Um, but Jumin approaches you. Um, and takes you off to have a private conversation. And he actually asks you first about giving him advice, giving him advice because he's seen how your conversations with Jaehee influenced her and how she was able to grow and be encouraged by you. And Mm -hmm. he doesn't say it's a bad thing that you guys did this. Like he let Jaehee go, like she can do what she wants now. So you give him advice he doesn't really understand it because he's repressed. Um, Do you say don't be an asshole? Because that's what have been my advice. <laughs> well, he's asking about V and how he feels V is doing something because he's scared. And how can he help his friend? Because he feels like his friend's having a hard time. Don't be an if asshole. I recall, if I recall, V basically tells him, like, I'm not going to get treatment for this thing. Um, and you mean the like, fake I really, liver cancer? Yes. Like, I really I want to be there for him properly and etc because v and jumin are best friends they've been friends since they were children it's one of the closest relationships so out of the people jumin cares about it's very obvious that this is like a real friendship that he cares about Mm -hmm. so he's asking you for help in helping him help his friend v and then he asks you to be his assistant because he needs you You to help him and help him navigate this thing which is obviously is unhealthy as shit the fuck yeah so yeah you say i'll think about it (laughs) yes um but anybody with the brain yeah anybody with the brains like i'll think about it (laughs) you're like maybe i don't know i like a work-life balance he's like i don't like cats i like dogs like something jesus h um this is at the point where Jaehee gets on the mic and you hear like an ahem, ahem. Um, oh, apologies, everybody. Um, I'm looking for um, Jumin, who I think has taken our newest RFA member. Um, and then she goes, oh, there you guys are. And he's like, she basically says, please unhand her. <laughs> <laughs> and then she, tells, <laughs> then she tells the entire party. Oh, by the way, I think Jumi is also actively recruiting for a new assistant. If you're interested, please let him know. And then suddenly Damn. all of these women are like, Jumin, I heard about this thing. Oh my gosh. Wow, wow. Oh, so he like, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. Hey, he. Huh. oh, yes, yes, he yes, yes. Yes. Oh, girl. <laughs> Yes. Yep. Yes. Ah. <laughs> yeah. So it's really yes! It's like sad. And then it's really funny. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I love it. Yeah, oh, it's amazing. Go. Yes. And but then uh, go ahead. Go then ahead. She puts down the microphone, steps off the stage and pulls you aside. 
And if I recall, she hands you a key. So what is it to the bomb? <laughs> right? No shit. So she talks to you and tells you about how excited she is to see you in person finally. And she tells you she's she's Hold up. she's yeah. You haven't met her in person yet? Correct. Correct. All right. That's the weird. party is usually where you meet people for the first time in okay. person. Um Zen's is a an outlier from that. Okay. Actually, I think Jaehee and Yusung are the only two where you don't meet them in person before the party. Huh. Every other route, you meet them in person before the party. I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. So in the casual route, they make it seem like this is an outlier for Zen. Mm-hmm. But actually, it's the more normal option. Uh-huh. <laughs> so this is the first time she's meeting you in person. You've just been talking on the phone and texting and chatting. Um, and she talks to you about how she is decided she wants to start her own business. Um, oh, yeah. and, and what she says is when she meets you, um, she says, love between a man and a woman is beautiful, but I think a friendship between two women can be just as powerful. And my by heart was just like, come on, just let me date her. <laughs> if I could give a fuck rating on this, it'd be please out of five. Please. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, honey, that's so sweet. Um, (laughs) And when she's she's telling you about this business. um, Please tell me it's a cat cafe. No, it's not. She says um, she's saved enough in working with Jumi that she can create a comfortable space for herself. And she says, if you'd like, I'd like to create it with you so that it's not my small, small space, but our space. And that's when she gives you the key. And I'm sorry, what's not romantic about this? It's so romantic. <laughs> and <was>. then, <sighs> yeah. Uh, like, yeah. there's veiled references by other characters. Like, Seven makes a comment about, um, he starts talking about it as if it's romantic. And then he, like, slyly goes, oh, sorry. Um, I was getting ahead of myself. And then goes talking more about friendship. Mm-hmm. Like, because... I feel like the team wanted to make this a romantic relationship and then they walked it back and I just, please. <laughs> yep. that, that sounds like, honestly, this sounds like the healthiest relationship we've gone over so far. It is. It, it is. is. Sarah, it, really it is. is. <laughs> it really, really is. It's like, it's the only healthy relationship, like, it is. start to finish in the game. <laughs> Nobody puts a bomb in your, I'm still, like, I'm real shook about the bomb yeah the bomb is still real there shook. but i don't think you know about it in this route at all you never shook. find out about it in this it doesn't route. get brought up jesus no. fucking it's Christ. not brought um, up in this route of course there are multiple other endings <laughs> um running the gamut yes. from you taking the job with jumin as his assistant uh, uh, which uh winds mm-hmm. up with a year later jay he is drinking too much and doing very poorly <laughs> oh no um and that's kind of where that lands. Uh, oh. There's one where you get kidnapped, and that's the end of that. There's what? another one. Yes. There's not even like you get saved. You're just boom. You're kidnapped. Yep. There's another. Well, it's one a bad ending. Starts flirting with you, yeah. and then Jay he decides to give you guys some privacy before leaving. She says that she wanted to talk to them more and wishes you both happiness. Like- so what happens is like you flirt with Zen so much through the route that you marry him, and they mm-hmm. do a reveal later um, where like you're talking to the rest of the group and you know she's still working with Jimin and like she's unhappy with her job and but you and Zen are like so into each other that like it just never and you don't give her the time of day anymore 
Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, There's one the where one she collapses with Jimmy from where you work with him. Yeah. Yes. No. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. The one where you work with Jumeen, um, he basically, like, against Jay-He's warnings, you work with him. And he basically tells you throughout that route that um, – like she doesn't do anything right. She like picks out the wrong stuff. She what? messes. She doesn't have. She keeps making like small mistakes. But he's like the loyalty to Jumin is more important than the work. So he's literally keeping you on as like a person that'll just do whatever he says, even if well, he, he has to correct just you all says, the time. Like you're not as good as Jay. He was like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Rude. yeah, yeah. Yes. Um. <laughs> so really weird a lot of the things are having to do with her being unhappy because of having like this bullshit yeah so her after ending though um it's so good it's so cute (laughs) in her after ending uh six months after the party um nobody has heard from v again after this like liver cancer reveal but ghosts and like you sung is now working for Jumin. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Poor kid. Um, he's Poor suffering. Intern. They do say he's like suffering. Um, but uh, you now have a cafe with Jehi. So you have a coffee cafe. Aww. And um it's Jumin's, day. Yeah, Jumin is irritable over it. Um good. But good. it shows that. But it yeah. shows like that they're happy. Like she's grown yeah. her hair out. She's like oh, smiling for real with her eyes. Aww. It's wonderful. And you're helping her out. It's really cute. That makes me happy. And that's her whole after ending. It's pretty short and sweet, but it's definitely very sweet. I think she's yes. my favorite so far. Yes. I See, love it's a her. good route. I don't think you get as much of the drama. It's a much more relaxed route than I think any of the other routes. It's really just like, hey, Jayhee, you should practice some self-care, please. Right. Um, like The only reason I don't recommend her after you sung is because the next route, the first route I recommend on this deep story is Jumeen, and it's really hard to go from her route to Jumeen's yeah. route. Oh, gosh, I can imagine. <laughs> because he's a just... dick. <laughs> yeah. Like, you do not like it. He behaves childishly throughout her entire route and into the after ending, even. So you cannot... Mm-hmm. You go into his route with a bad taste in your mouth, basically. Gosh, I would admit, yeah. So it's uh, one that I recommend to not do <laughs> that yeah. way. However, um, it's it's overall, I think, probably the healthiest one. <laughs> mm-hmm. I agree. Well, we could argue about the end of Ray's, but uh, that, yeah. It- <laughs> well, I mean, it has the least, I guess, the least tex- toxicity Yes, agreed. In drama, yeah. Yes. So our last route discussion for today is you sung. Yes. Okay, and he's the not the cute little blonde boy. Yes. <laughs> the cute little blonde girl. Yeah. <laughs> so um you sorry, sung? I it's awful. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you have to comment a little bit about like the character choices for their designs, yeah. right? It's interesting honestly it made him very childish honestly it's the barrettes in the hair that i've seen in a couple pictures that gets me i can see that yeah that's really it yeah yes um out of all of them he's like the cutesiest he does seem adorable yeah he reminds me a little bit of like honey senpai in um in around high school 
but yes. a slightly more mature. <laughs> yeah, because like he is a college kid, right? Like, yeah. Um. So Yu Song Kim is a sophomore college student. Um. Mm-hmm. Who plays a game called Lolol, which is L O L O L. Um. It's basically like a League of Legends kind of reference. Uh, um. And he invests way too much time into it. Um, because of that, he does not spend time studying for his college courses and neglects his studies. And he's also the cousin of Rika, whose position you are filling now at RFA and cannot fully bring himself to accept or believe that she is not alive anymore. Um, Oh, that's not healthy. Yes. Well, what you find out in his route is that her body was never found. Yes. Um, That's find sketchy. Out some more details. The idea is that she, um, I guess we'll get there. Was I it a bomb? Because, um, <laughs> because we can kind of go, just go over this now. So there's yeah. uh, context. Yeah. Um, I think six months before is the timeline or is it a year? Mm-hmm. I think it's been... I think it's been a year because it's been a year since okay. we've had the last party. Yes. So a year prior to this route's events, um, Rika is said to have committed suicide by throwing herself off of a cliff. Mm-hmm. Um, v was the one who called the police. He like is said to have ran out after her and noticed her out there when she wasn't at home. Um, in the house and called out to her and she threw herself off the cliff. Um, He called the cops. The cops came. They had, you know, questioned V. The investigation was dropped. Um, They never recovered the body. And um, that's something that makes it really hard for Yusung to connect that she's alive. Like the police have pissed at V still. Yeah. He blames her for the fact that she committed suicide. Um, he thinks something was wrong, like with them and with their relationship. And that's why she did it. Um, so this is like very dark. Um, it's, it's covered a lot during this particular thing because he's having such a hard time with it. Mm-hmm. And you realize in, um, other routes that like start six months after this incident, instead of a year that, he was struggling so hard with this. And then he started playing lolol lolol to distract himself. So this is something that he was able to use to ignore all of this, like mm-hmm. sadness and grief that he was undergoing. You know, I've done that. Like I was 16, yeah. had some bad shit go down, played a lot of Hexen. Yes. My parents were like, so it's something that happens. Yeah. I like my parents were a little bit worried, but they're also like, well, she's not doing drugs. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. And like, it's one of those things where he is blatantly using it as a coping mechanism. Um, it's affecting his life. And it's something He's that is eating, dealing He's not with, sleeping. He's oh, that's not good. Class. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, so it's like intense addiction that's happening. Um, so, um, that's kind of the context there. <laughs> yeah. But to open up, um, he's initially wary of you when you join into the RFA chat and conversation. Um, but he's like a friendly person. And in being introduced, um, 
you were told by the person that brought you to where you are to say that Rika sent you. And as soon as he hears that, he's like, oh, Rika. So that's great. Thank you. Come here. Let's talk. What do you know about Rika? Tell me everything you know about Rika. What, what did she say? How did you meet her? Blah, blah, blah. So right off the gate, he like wants you to stay. He wants to talk to you. He wants like all of this information about his cousin. Um, mm-hmm. He like makes it very clear that he's suspicious. He thinks like things were not uncovered in that accident. And he doesn't trust V. V hasn't been around since the accident as much. Like he rarely comes on to the messenger. So like, whew, it's like pretty intense right off the gate. <laughs> um, with and you song. can choose to either feed his paranoia about V. Or, <laughs> That's awful. Like help him kind of like overcome some of the. You can also feed into this comparison that you're like, Rika. You can also be like, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I like being compared to her. Like, oh, thank mm-hmm. you for comparing me to Rika. So there's like a lot of ways that you can be super fucking weird in this route. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you can yeah. encourage him to like start leaning on you and like ignoring his schooling and whatever. And it's it's very, very codependently unhealthy. Um, yes. Yeah, and in the route. Yeah. Um, in this route, it's also like the fastest connecting relationship. Like he will tell you very quickly that he's interested in in you romantically. Mm -hmm. Um, he straight up does. And you progress to like cutesy couple, like, um, baby talk interactions. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And, um, if you're encouraging him, the RFA is like, like encouraging him to do his studies, not encouraging him to think you're yeah, his yeah. dead cousin. Um, <laughs> the other characters are appreciative of that, but they're very wary that this is happening so quickly and how much influence you have over him all of a sudden. Um, they're almost very so, protective of him because he's the youngest member and he's a little impressionable. And yeah, he had such a hard time after this that they're very like worried emotional. about him constantly. Yes. Yeah. Um, A lot of his route, I feel like this is going to be a short (laughs) conversation. A lot of his route is kind of like babysitting. (laughs) (laughs) Like you're having to be like, make sure to do your homework. Did you go to class? Did you eat? Like all of this kind of stuff. Why did you eat that instead of this? Exactly. Yeah. Like make sure to have some tea if you're nauseous. And this is something that's kind of, it happens in other routes, but it's like more intensive in this one. Um, he also compares you to Rika a lot. Is the chocolate milk situation his router sevens? I couldn't remember. I think it's sevens. Okay. I think it's sevens. I like okay. chocolate um, milk. Because his route can be fun because there's a lot of pranking that's happening from seven. Yeah. So you can like yeah. either defend Yusung or play into it with seven. Um, so this kind of stuff does happen. Um in Yusung's route, though, there's a lot of him comparing you to Rika. And, like, despite the fact that you are saying, you know, I'm not Rika, like, all of this kind of stuff, trying to discourage him from making this constant comparison, he kind of keeps getting worse and worse about it. Mm -hmm. Um, That you share her traits and that you basically are her. Mm -hmm. Um, Because you're doing her job, point, That's it. (laughs) Yeah. At one point, he sends you a picture of Rika's deceased dog, Sally. And asks if you recognize her. Why? Yeah. Why would you recognize? Exactly. He, yeah. He's, He's like got this under delusion. Delusion. Yeah. 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 Oh no. 
Yeah. So he's starting to have this delusion um, that you are her, like reincarnated. It's Ooh. really weird. Um, but like you can approach this in a way that's like, okay, maybe you chill the fuck out. That's not correct. Like all of this kind of right. stuff. Um, and this is when your plot starts resurfacing. Um, okay. It, again, unknown manages to hack the bomb in your apartment. Everybody what? is actually the bomb. It just, I can't get yeah. over it. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody is pissed. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is where I it's revealed. Song is more pissed than anyone else. Obviously, yeah. In this but yeah, this probably. is the route where it's revealed that Rika had requested this bomb to the be bomb. placed here. Um, and V knew that she requested this and he allowed it. Um, and Yusung is pissed. He is scared. He's worried. And now he's super distrustful of V and the RFA. Oh, like geez. he doesn't trust Seven. He doesn't trust V. He's very much like, what are you doing? Why would you do this? Why would you let her stay there? Like all right. of the very true questions <laughs> that should be right. asked in this scenario. The legitimate questions. Yeah. But it's something that you can't feed into because it'll lead to a bad ending. So you kind of have to be like, okay, calm down. We don't know what's happening. We don't know why. Like, let's like try to figure this out. Um, mm-hmm. It's at this point that like Seven is actively trying to make sure the bomb doesn't detonate and do that all again. V goes and visits Yusung directly. Like he shows up at his like student housing and talks to him. He reveals to him why he hasn't been talking to everybody um tells you son he's that stricken of course yeah that he's having a very hard time at, over rika's death and that she during this time for a long time had been very mentally unstable oh. and she was not letting anybody know that like she was visiting a therapist she was doing all this stuff she was kind of like harming herself like all of this kind of stuff and if I recall, V tried to get her into an inpatient program. She refused to go. Like, this is, it spirals. Yeah. And um, Yusung's like, I don't believe you. Like, she was always so bright and happy. She always helped everybody. She was always so kind. And he was like, she was hiding it from everybody. Yeah, she, funny story. It's called masking. <laughs> yeah. And all of this. And eventually, like, Yusung sees the sincerity in what V is telling him. Um, and... There was like a little side plot about Yusung's um Yusung's suspicion because in the story you do figure out that like V was like Jumin, can you please help me with this during the investigation? Um, because he was being looked at so suspiciously and use uh Jumin used some of his influence to help close the investigation and vouch for V. Um, so that was one of the things that like V was like, I was having such a hard time that I'm having all of this happen. I I think that was talked about here, right? Yeah. And it is also, this is when you discover that V is slowly going blind. Yes. um, Because of something that Rika did to him. Oh, that's not good. Yeah. 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 So. Like she literally tried to blind him. him. Yeah. Yeah. So there's comments throughout all of these routes where everybody's like, you know, V hasn't been taking pictures because he's a photographer and like all of this kind of stuff. And it's like, Oh, like all of this stuff slowly gets revealed to you is like, you learn more and more in all of these routes. Um, so like he tells you song and like all of this stuff starts going off. And, um, that's when, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
other stuff has kind of been going on where like a stalker showed up to Zen's place and uh, other shit's been going on, including the bomb and suspicious emails receives an email from mint. Eye. the organization is called mint. I talking about like joining their organization and like (laughs) inviting them. And yeah, this is the cult that we uh, referenced in the overview. Um, and Seven traces the email back to the location of Mintai, the organization, and decides to go investigate. Yusung, in an effort to further protect your character because of all of the danger you are in, goes with him and volunteers. Um, this is a conversation he has with you before they leave as well. He talks about he talks about how he really appreciates all of the talking and encouraging and everything you've been doing for him. And he's, he understands you're right. You are not Rika. (laughs) And to thank you for all of this. And when he comes back um, at the party, he wants to ask you to be his girlfriend. So will you be his pre-girlfriend? Basically it's like super (laughs) weird and cutesy. Um, And then they go. is weird and cutesy. Yeah. (laughs) Sounds like it. Yes. Um, then they go <laughs> to Mint Eye. To the Mint Eye base, which do we discover the name of the Mint Eye base here or is that a little bit later? Um, we just know that it's called Mint Eye. Okay. Um, uh, maybe they call it Magenta. Yeah. So the location is called Magenta, which is kind of weird and cerebral and you need to like think about the color as a place. Um, hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So they um, go to Magenta. And yes. And there, um, Depending on the route ending you get, uh, Yusung goes with Seven inside to help him, like, sort of track this stuff down. They run into Unknown, who is the person that lured you into this house. And immediately you notice that Seven recognizes Unknown and starts having a very upset reaction at seeing him. Um, mm-hmm. And, like, Unknown's talking to him and he's like, you know, you and me, like we should blow up that apartment together. We should like explode everything, blah, 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 blah. It's like very intense. intense. And Yusung shows up and like tackles unknown and like gets the detonator that he was holding um, to seven and tells him to run. And both of them escape um, and it cuts to black. And you get a call from Yusung and he tells you that he's all right. They're on the way back and that he'll see you at the party tomorrow. Uh, doesn't he tell you that he needs to go to the hospital? Um, I don't think he tells you reason? because you find out you find out at the party. He says Maybe. that he's okay. okay. He says that everything's okay. okay. He sends you a selfie and everything. Um, okay. So you aren't told that yeah. anything is wrong. <laughs> right. At the party the next yeah. day, um, everybody's like super relieved. They're like, oh, thank goodness you guys are safe. Blah, blah, blah. Um, at the party the next day. You get there and find out that you like meet everybody and Seven's there and he's super upset. Like he's saying like, he's so sorry, blah, blah, blah. Yusung got hurt when they were there. And you find out that like they took Yusung to the hospital. He has been blinded in one of his eyes. Um, yeah. yeah. So Yusung finally does show up. Um, and his after everybody's like, let's go face, to the hospital. <laughs> yeah. The whole left side of his face is bandaged. Um, mm-hmm. But he's so happy to meet you in real life and, like, see you even if it's only with the one eye. And, like, 
This is like my least favorite party yeah. <laughs> ending because so before everybody had a reason to be on the microphone, right? Um, v introduces Yusung via microphone um, before everybody is about to rush to the hospital because they don't know that Yusung arrived there after the hospital. Um, and so he starts talking about like love and devotion and all of this kind of stuff. And talking about how he used to compare you to Rika and he's not going to do that anymore. And I'm like, this is so awkward. <laughs> Why are you announcing this to the whole room? It, does, it has yeah. no relevance. Um, the one thing that I did like is he said in this expanding thing, RFA was founded on everybody's love here, on the importance of sharing values, whether it's making a donation, purchasing a photograph, or talking to someone else. So please, everyone here, share your love and magic. And then he goes up to you and kisses you. Smooch. Yeah. 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 The only kiss CG you get for, uh, for um, the casual endings. Yep. Casual good endings. Yeah. yeah. That's his whole ending. <laughs> um, well, that's fairly uneventful i mean yeah yeah the whole thing going <laughs> blind other endings yeah. are more on the level of traumatic intense than some of the others oh jeez. Yeah. so the character archetype of yandere is in his bad endings <laughs> yes. um because of his like intense like delusions kind of that you're fighting against during his entire route mm-hmm. um there's one where uh, he shows up to the apartment after, like, the um, hacker has done the bomb thing, despite, like, being told not to. He still goes to the apartment to, quote-unquote, re- rescue you. And he arrives and is confused that you don't look like Rika. And he's like, well, okay, that that's that's fine. And just says that you'll be together forever. And then the apartment explodes. <laughs> oh, there's another yeah. one where you both get taken hostage um, yeah. and brought to Magenta. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Like, you meet him in a park. There's a weird stranger. The stranger kidnaps you, basically, moral of the story. And mm-hmm. then he, like, keeps you there forever in Magenta, the place of hopes and dreams. Um, <laughs> and that's that whole ending. Alty hopes and dreams. Um, Man, and there's another one. Yeah. Oh, this one's worse. Yeah. There's one where uh, he does uh, go to the base with Seven, um, but he lets Seven infiltrate the base alone. And then Unknown comes out and Seven never exits and captures Yusung and keeps him there to torture him. It's like explicitly like... He's like, you know, I'm going to make you uh, tied up and just stand here for an entire day, just like my mom used to do. And, like, all of this, of this really one, traumatic stuff. The CG of this one is you sung in, like, a collar, like, wide-eyed, panicky. It's yeah. very a lot. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, His stories intense. are fucked. His yeah. bad endings are super intense. They really um, are. However, his good ending, like his good after ending, <laughs> um, the year in the future, years in the future, I would say, for Yusong. There is another one where you both get blown up. I just wanted to put that out there. Yeah, we already, oh, yeah. Went, we already went over that one. Yeah, okay, we okay. did. <laughs> Sorry, my bad. Uh, um, so 
there's this after ending with him where he like did well in school. He's now a veterinarian and he's now married to your character. You go into his doctor's office um, to give him some new glasses um, because it shows that he's visibly blind in one eye still. Oof. And like you guys start doing like cute, flirty conversation banter. Um, he says like, you know, it's going to be so uh, it's getting so close to my eye surgery on Friday um, where he'll glasses. be able to. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> where okay, he'll finally get to line. see your beauty with <laughs> finally be able to see your beauty with both eyes. Um, and then like some more cheesy lines. So he's well, like, he the says you'll be twice as pretty when he can see you with both eyes. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's adorable. <laughs> and then, yeah. And then they yeah. like start talking about like other stuff, uh, talking about how you guys should go out to eat because he's not as busy today. And you get to be like, you're being like a little baby. And he's like, no, we should, uh, we should have a baby just so you can see how I'm not being like a baby. What? And like all of this cute stuff. Yeah. Um, and then oh, he's like, cute. will you go out with your husband tonight? Well, it's like the let's have a baby. Like, oh, yeah. okay. All right. All right. Yeah. right. Oh, wait. Yeah, I missed the like, married part. Sorry. My yeah. Bad. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> so you're married. Um, and yeah, it's it's a very cute ending for a really messed up route. <laughs> really messed up. Route. Yeah. Sounds like it. I would say so, out of the routes, like, this is the one where I was uncomfortable the most and I disliked the most because of how often often you're being compared to Rika and like being put in that awkward position. But it is also the one where you get so much more of like the mystery and the subplots that you're like, wait, 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 wait. I need to know more. This is not, you're not, you've hinted at things and I need to know. Yeah. What about Magenta? (laughs) There's a cult. There's a bomb. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. The the bomb. What? (laughs) <laughs> and then you get like seven recognizing unknown and you're like, why do they know each other? Hold up. What, what? the fuck? Yeah. So mm. that's where like I, I got really sucked in when I finished the casual routes because I did use Sung's last, I think. Um, mm-hmm. Well, no, I did. I did Jay. He like way, way after. But I did Zen the yeah. new Sung. And I was like, what the fuck? I need to know more. So I jumped into seven's route because I I needed to fucking know. Damn. <laughs> like. It's very intense, like all of this stuff. And when V starts talking about the backstory of everything and how Rika blinded him and whatever, and they start hinting at all kinds of things about this cult. And you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. What is happening? Oh, my God. This is fucked. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like very everything. (laughs) I... I would say um, the least intense routes are here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the I would say out of all of the um, routes, the another story routes are the most intense. But um, the another story like routes the nice- were the ones. The another story routes were the ones where I almost had to be like, I might, I might need to like save and step away for two, three days and come yeah. back. Yeah. Um, um, the other, the another story routes are the ones that are six months after the incident with Rika, um, mm-hmm. throwing herself off a cliff That's, and yeah. the rest of them are a year after. So it's sort of like an alternate, like, what if this had happened earlier type of thing, yeah. um, in like a slightly different way. So it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
so like within these sarah out of what we've discussed so far who is your most uh interested character (laughs) honestly uh, i mean it's all fucked i have a guess yeah yeah but honestly jayhee yeah (laughs) yeah so we like because that seems like the most normal and there's not like a bomb or a cult it's just yeah normal stuff like yeah. a boss it's trying to be like you suck and you're like yeah. no that's <laughs> and like oh and I, I would say like we don't cover this as much because we're more focused on the plot um when you're playing the casual routes 707 seems like the most light-hearted character up yeah. until you get to like the bomb reveals um because he's always like light and funny and joking around yeah. and doing all of this kind of stuff. So when you're playing these routes, you're always like, oh, I'm really excited to do sevens route in the future. Yeah. And he <laughs> makes all kinds of like weird nerd computery jokes. And you can play along with some of them. And the other characters will be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. And it's it's really fun. And, and he's yeah, like the break really the fourth wall seven. character, too. Yeah. Right. He's like, like the break how are you enjoying wall? my game? Wink, wink. And you're like, what? And he goes, oh, never mind. Sorry, that was stupid. <laughs> I yeah. like Jay. He seems like, like the most realistic. Yeah. Like that she, seems she like is. the most 100%. satisfying. Damn, that's yeah. just yeah. It, that wow. This is some My- crazy shit. My thing is yeah. that I was just so interested in the mystery. Like I just wanted to know more. So like, yeah. as much as Jay's route is like the chillest and the most relaxed i have to say it wasn't my favorite because we don't get as much of the mystery the information but, right yeah. right so so she's like and, a and really weird. good after dinner mint is what i'm yes. gonna say she's like yeah. the palate cleanser of thank god for some normal interaction right <laughs> right right like and damn. that's actually i did her route last after everyone else's me too and it was mm-hmm. definitely a little bit like oh that's nice okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, and i would say in terms of endings, one of the reasons why, like, I love her route, it's one of my top, but I don't consider her my favorite because some of the deeper story routes and some of the deeper endings have a more conclusive ending for everybody. Like mm-hmm. in Zen's route, Jaehee is like still stuck and in this uncomfortable position and all of these people are still having their problems. Yusung's route, like everybody's still having all these problems. Jaehee's route, Jumin's obviously unhappy. Everybody's still having all of these problems. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't actually resolve the <laughs> cult thing. You literally just help with this one person's thing and keeping everybody in a state of ignorance for the larger background plot. Um, in the other routes, you have a bit more of um, closure on the cult shit that's happening, right. yeah. <laughs> which is satisfying to me. Yes, I but, mean, yeah. goodness knows I would want to have like <laughs> closure <laughs> because like, everything else seems exactly. like so weird. Yeah, yes, and like you fall in love with these characters, you want them to have an ending that is healthy for them. So when you have some of these where some people are left out in the cold, you're like, but no, I want you to be happy. Right. (sighs) Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, I've read some commentary that's like on this game where it's like you, part of the game is not having full closure on everybody because as a real life person, you cannot save everybody. You cannot stretch yourself 
Yeah. And it's hard to take on everybody's issues and make sure they're closed on. Like nobody has the healthy capacity for that Mm -hmm. in reality. Like you can't do that for your entire friend group. You can help them when you can, but completely change their lives. Like it's difficult (laughs) shit. Um, So in a way it's like a commentary of, yeah, it's pretty healthy, but also as a game player, you're like, but why isn't there? <laughs> why right. isn't there a perfect ending? <laughs> right. Which I think you can kind why of is there get not? in. Yeah, I think you can yeah. kind of get it in future routes, but yes. So yeah, yeah. our but... now that we've <laughs> this episode took considerably longer Ooh. than we kind of wanted to, but there was Sorry, a folks. lot to go over and a lot of like. There's so many weird little facets of this game. Um, yeah, and I think now that we've established things like the bomb and the cult like we won't need to hash some of those out as much next time um yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) so speaking of next time we will be doing the um the routes of 707 and jumin han and those both of them are quite a bit darker so please be aware getting that feeling yeah so uh just as a a reference point, uh, 707 is the hacker that created the RFA app that you so are cute. using. Um, and so Jimin cute. Han is the ex- <laughs> is the executive director of CNR International, Jaehee's boss, um, and best friend to V, Rika's <laughs> former fiance. So um, that's just a reference point for yeah. who we'll be talking about. But yeah, definitely looking forward to hashing that out with everybody. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty stoked about it. Like this is so far, my summation of this is man, this is fucked. But yeah, <laughs> like I can see the drama and yeah, yeah, it sucks you in. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's always like, what can you explain that more? I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, add it on up. to what? like exactly, and then you add in like the cute phone conversations and the cute chats, and it like yeah. really, really captures you. But anyways, thank you, listeners, for joining us and uh, your patience as we drive through this uh, intense game. Uh, We'll see you next time. And uh, please remember, consent is mandatory. Yes. And sex. Black Lives Matter. Yep. Wear your goddamn mask. mask. Yeah, wear your (laughs) mask. Get the vaccine. It's really not all that bad. It's really not. Yes. No. You've got your second one coming up, don't you? Yeah, Friday. Awesome, awesome. (laughs) And remember to take care of yourselves so we can see you next time. Yeah. Uh, Be be good to yourself. I'm Jordan Fishburne. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm Sarah Babe.